Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? Well, with HelloFresh, you can get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from every single week. There's seriously something for everyone on the website, and all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh. Enjoy! Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. Holy moly, we are at midterms. Can you believe that? I saw midterms starting to come up on my calendar, and I actually gasped. I cannot be in the middle of my last semester of college but I am. And this is crazy. I hope you guys have had the most amazing week so far. I hope that you're having a great Wednesday. Hopefully you're listening to this on the day it comes out on Wednesdays. And if you're not, I hope you're just having a super great day. Let's just get things kicked off. Let's get things going. You guys read the title. We're doing, we're going to be talking about getting out of a funk. And when you're feeling a little down or you're feeling like not like yourself, like you are literally walking around and I, this happened to me this week where I was like, I literally do not even feel like me. Like, I feel like I'm walking on, like, the outside of my body. It's really a weird feeling. But before we hop into that, let's just do our going places and going nowhere moments of the week, which this is kind of transitioned into, like, things I'm looking forward to. Whatever. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. My going places moment is one of them is that I'm back on TikTok. Not that I ever wasn't scrolling on TikTok. That is not what I'm referring to. Trust me. Not a day goes by where I don't scroll on TikTok. What I'm referring to is I'm posting on TikTok again. This whole past week, I was like, okay, Taylor, you love posting on TikTok. It's time to start filming TikToks again, getting them up, getting them uploaded. And you know what? I've done it. And honestly, it feels really, really great. I feel like in general, when you like get out of the habit of doing anything and then all of a sudden it's like time to start again, it feels like a much bigger task or it feels so much harder to do. Like it sounds to yourself like it's going to be so much harder like this idea of sitting down and filming them again I was actually dreading it because I thought to myself oh my gosh where am I going to come up with ideas I don't even know what sounds are going to apply I haven't been on there I don't even know what to do everything I thought of is irrelevant by now and then once I just kind of started filming and posting again all of a sudden I have like 11 new TikToks up like what excuse me who is she And it honestly feels great. It's just like getting over the hump. And now I just know like, okay, I don't want to go an entire week without uploading one. So like just whenever you can, whenever you have makeup on your face and like you're in the mood to film, just like film something. You're just getting the habit of just like hitting record, whether you're just talking to the camera or like doing something fun on audio. I don't know. It's honestly just a fun creative outlet to create video content. And so it feels good to do that. So in the spirit of getting out of a funk, I've gotten out of my TikTok funk and we are back and I am loving it. Okay, another thing that I've been doing this week, 
Wait, it's really been in the past couple weeks is I am, and I can't believe this is my going places moment, but I am watching TV again. Now, for some of you, you might be thinking to yourself, how on earth is this a going places moment? You're talking about getting out of a funk. This does not make any sense. This sounds lazy. This sounds like not your best use of your time. But here's the thing. For me personally, I consume an embarrassing amount of media throughout the day, whether I'm on Instagram or TikTok or any kind of socials, I'm on YouTube, whatever it might be. And so it's not that I'm now just adding TV to my rotation. It's just that now instead of maybe watching YouTube or scrolling on TikTok before I go to bed, I'm watching a TV show and like me and my roommates have been watching TV shows and I've just, you know when a TV show just really catches you off guard? Because that just happened to me with, I'm sure you guys know what this is, but with this TV show, I wasn't even planning on talking about this, this TV show called Squid Game, okay? Listen, if you're young, viewer discretion advised, it's very bloody and gory, whatever. Um, so don't watch it if you don't think that that's a good fit for you. But I watched it on Netflix. It's a Korean show. And I'm learning that I guess I'm like really into like shows that are like dubbed over um, and they're like from other countries because this is like the second or third show that I've gotten obsessed with that are like that so maybe that's just like my type but one day I like went to go do homework at my friend's house and she's like oh I'm just putting this show on to be background noise and before I knew it my eyes were literally glued to the tv isn't that like the best feeling ever because honestly lately and why I had stopped watching literally any tv I go through seasons where I'm watching a bunch of different shows or I've watched no TV in like nine months. Like there's there's no in between for me. And so because I don't watch like cable TV, I'm like, oh, like the voice is on tonight. Let me turn it on. Like that's not what I do. I binge Netflix shows is what happens. But I just haven't been going on Netflix. So I haven't been seeing any new shows. But this this one just caught me off guard. And I ended up watching the entire thing in less than 24 hours. Really embarrassing, really crazy. That's just my, per I guess I have like an addictive personality because I was literally obsessed. I don't know. It's just like fun to get really into something. It was something that was exciting. It was something I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to get this done so I can like watch this next episode. You know that feeling? It just felt good to feel that way again because I just haven't in a long time. So I feel like that was a going places moment of the week because it was just something that I like felt happy about doing that wasn't quote productive or that wasn't quote efficient like it wasn't like oh yeah I'm crossing things off my to-do list like I was genuinely enjoying it so I thought that that was a win and then my last going places moment I know listen we've had a great week my last one is that it hasn't happened yet but my bridal shower is this weekend and I am absolutely ecstatic when you're listening to this I'm going to be going home on Thursday going home to West Palm and I'll get to be home from Thursday to Tuesday and I'm really I'm just so excited my mom has I just know has done an amazing job planning this bridal shower. I am seriously so excited. I can't even believe it's happening. It's just, you know, like the wedding is just getting closer. I think it's like 120 something days away. And so it's just like fun that like the things are starting to happen, like bridal shower, bachelorette, like things like that that are like big milestones while you're engaged. This is my first one. And so I'm I'm just really, really, really excited. And I just think it'll be a fun weekend at home. And then a bunch of my friends from Sanford are coming down with me and then we're going to Disney. And so I am just ecstatic for this next week, which that just reminds me, I'm going to get back in town 
really late Tuesday night, so I'm definitely going to need to like pre-record an episode. Okay, cool, cool, good to know, good to throw that in the back of, in the back of my brain, maybe I won't upload, you guys will just have to wait and see. Oh, just TBD. Well, let's go into my going nowhere moments of the week, which is never fun to talk about, but I love talking about it because we are normalizing things, and that's what this whole episode is about, is normalizing feeling a certain way. But this week in particular, I have been so anxious. Like, anxiety has been my middle name, and it's just really frustrating, and I've really been trying to be super mindful about it and not get super caught up on, like, calling it anxiety. I've been trying to be really good about sleeping. I've been trying to be really good about, like, getting out of um, my head when I'm feeling kind of anxious and, like, giving myself, like, other things to do. But it's just been frustrating this week in specific how anxious I've been. And I think it's honestly just because I just have too much to do. And even though I have just been saying no to thing after thing after thing, somehow I still have too much to do and it's more than I want to do. I'm just, like, forgetting that I still have responsibilities, uh... So that's been a really fun realization this week, but we're getting it done. We're staying on top of classes and podcasts and relationships and extracurriculars and literally all the things that make up my schedule, but that's definitely been a a bummer of the week is I think the anxiety and like the overwhelmed have definitely gone like hand in hand and I really do think a lot of that is a mindset thing. So going into this week, I'm going to have a better mindset about it and I'll let you know, but Let's just hop into what this episode's about and why you guys clicked on this episode. And we're going to be talking about like getting out of a funk or like when you feel off or you don't feel like yourself. Because I've honestly been in like these like weird like in and out seasons where like I feel really great and then all of a sudden like a moment goes by and I am feeling so off or I'm feeling in a funk or I don't feel as fun as I normally am or like not a hundred percent like myself. And this isn't something that I typically experience if I'm looking at like the average of my entire life like it's very rare but it has been a very common thing um in the past couple months and so I've definitely not (laughs) mastered how to get out of a funk in specific but I've definitely had some practice with certain things that I can do that can help me feel better in the moment that can help clear my head in the moment and so I definitely wanted to share those with y'all because as I've been reflecting on like what this podcast is and what I want it to be and what I want you guys to get out of it, a lot of my heart is really just sharing what's going on with me real time and like what I'm learning real time because I could talk to you on and like on and on and on and on about what to do when you're doing long distance or like how to be productive or things like that that I like I feel like I've achieved you know? And so there's not a lot of real-time learning. If I can be like, oh, this is how I got into this college. Like, that's over. Or this is how Hunter and I really rocked long distance. That's pretty much over, which is crazy to think about. Or this is how I started a podcast. Like, I'm transitioning out of some of those things. And so, yeah, do I feel like I'm on the other side and maybe can speak a little bit more well-rounded about those topics? Sure. But I think what's special about this podcast is that the idea of she's going places. It's not like she's arrived. I'm not going to just sit here and talk to you guys about all the places I've been and it's like a closed and finished chapter. That's just not relatable. That's kind of scary and overwhelming and I feel like a lot of podcasts do that. And so we are in the essence of she's going places. I'm really going through this super weird season and I think it's kind of fun to document. It's kind of weird, kind of scary, kind of like 
I guess, more vulnerable to talk about things real time. But honestly, with you and me, me and you, I feel like there's no boundaries at this point. I just like coming on here and talking. And it's like free therapy for me, just talking through how I've been doing. And so it's like, it's like we're FaceTiming and we're just like chatting and I'm keeping you guys updated. So enough of that. This episode is designed to normalize feeling off or being in a funk. It is 100% normal to not feel normal all of the time. Like, think about that. Like, and it's crazy because I truly used to believe this, that like you should feel 100%, 100% of the time. And if that wasn't happening, there was something wrong with you. But in reality, and as I've kind of grown up and matured, through my time in college, I've just learned that it's like, no, it's more normal to like have on days and off days. And that's just like life. And that's just emotions. And that's just hormones. And that's just mental health. Like the ebb and the flow is normal. And it was honestly like this toxic mindset that had been fed to me or that I even fed to myself that like the only good was functioning at a hundred percent. And really I've just been learning especially this semester that that's just not true like sometimes my best oh oh my gosh I didn't even think about this but I would always view the term like I need I need to do my best and we hear that all the time like I remember growing up my parents would be like we don't care what you get in your classes as long as you're doing your best or when it comes to relationships it's just like it's not gonna be perfect but as long as you're giving it your best or okay, well, you're trying out for this team or you want to be in this show or play and it's like you got to give it your best, like give it your all. And for me, what that meant was 100%. My best was not even 100%, was 120%. It was all that I had plus some. That's what my best was. But I didn't realize that my best can be situational from day to day And that's not me being lazy and that's not me making excuses. That's just the truth. And I I really fed myself this lie that anything less than 120% wasn't good enough and was bad. And it's just not black and white. It's not like you give it your best or it's your worst. And the thing is with giving something your best or doing your best is that that's going to change on a day-to-day. Like, quite honestly, the past, like, month or so, my best has been operating, I'm not even kidding, at, like, 40%. (laughs) And that's, like, kind of sad and, like, scary to admit, but that has genuinely, like, when I think of, like, (laughs) me at peak has been like operating at about 40% in the last month. And that's when I could give my best. And that's when I could wake up during the day and like really give everything all I got. But that that 40% was all I got because the tank was just empty. It was depleted. There wasn't enough of blank. There wasn't enough time. There wasn't enough of me. There wasn't enough headspace. There wasn't enough effort. There wasn't enough literal mental capacity. There wasn't enough energy. There wasn't enough time in the day. And so 40% has genuinely been my best. And I think I would get trapped or almost like put it on myself that it's like if I wasn't operating at my 
like the best like that I knew of myself like when I'm like a hundred percent doing really 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 well if I wasn't able to be there I was just so down on myself and so critical of myself and honestly I would force that extra percent to make up the difference literally disregarding or caring about the cost and so this is me for the first time in my life really being able to acknowledge the difference between that like I'm not even kidding, I'm genuinely verbal processing this live with you guys of what that feels like and I honestly used to feel like something was wrong with me whenever I felt hazy or in a funk and I genuinely saw I had to productivity my way out of it. Like I thought that that was the only way out of a funk or a haze was if I make a really long to-do list and I cross everything off of it, I will be out of this funk. How toxic is that? Like, how horrible is that mindset? And if you're sitting there and you're thinking to myself, oh my god, that's literally me, this podcast is for you. Okay, you might need to rewind, maybe start over with a new lens, but thinking that you're going to, like, productivity your way out of not feeling great is just going to make you feel worse. Like, that's not fulfilling or that's not sustainable. Like, it might get you out of a funk today, but, like, that's not teaching you healthy habits to, like, self-soothe and self like enhance your life and I'm saying this coming from a place of like girl I get it like I've done this my entire life but I'm literally realizing now like as I even take for example today I have so much on my plate like there's so much that I need to be doing in such a short amount of time there's a lot to do um maybe procrastinated some things maybe got once again other days weren't feeling super great so I put a lot off and now it's crunch time but yet again I'm still not feeling awesome and I think to myself as like I'm like laying there and I don't want to get out of bed and I don't want to do anything I think oh my gosh I'm just gonna make a 40 bulleted to-do list and I'm going to force myself to do all of it and I'm gonna feel great about myself which don't get me wrong to-do lists really do motivate me, okay? I love to-do lists. To-do lists genuinely make me happy. Having a list that I can cross off and follow, and so I'm not saying that they're bad. And honestly, a lot of times that is really good to motivate me, but it doesn't get me out of a funk. Like, they're accomplishing different things. And so, yeah, if I need to be motivated or on task or really driven, a to-do list is awesome. But Making a to-do list and crossing things off of it is not going to fix my mental health. And that sounds like, duh, Taylor, as I'm saying it out loud, but I've genuinely believed that if I if I accomplish a certain amount of things, then I should feel great. And sometimes that does work, but that's just, I'm learning right now, that that just isn't cutting it. <laughs> I've, I've peaked out of that. Maybe I've burnt myself out too much that a to-do list is just really not, it's not the cure. And so I don't want to leave you guys with like, oh my gosh, what have I been doing my entire life? I am in a funk. I'm overwhelmed. I thought a to-do list will help. What do I do? So I have a list of things that I do to help get me out of a funk. And that can help me, like, um, dehaze my brain, you know, because it can get real foggy whenever you're super overwhelmed or you're feeling really funky or you're feeling just ugh. So here's some things. Here are some things that I have done, I continue to do, and just some experiences that I've had recently 
um, that I think will really bless y'all. So let's hop into it. This first one is a This Morning edition, but y'all, I just need to rave about this. Number one, wake up early and have more relaxed morning time. You guys, I am not a morning person. I am a night person through and through. I value my sleep. It has never made any sense to me why people wake up early. Like if I have class at 9.15, I'm waking up at 8.30. Like the mornings are just to get out the door and to get going. I want as much sleep as possible. But this morning, for some reason, I didn't have to be somewhere until 10 a.m., and I decided to wake up at 7.30 a.m. because I needed to get some work done. And I figured, eh, I'm not being super productive tonight. I'm just going to get up in the morning and do it. Well, morning came around. I got up for some I probably slept. I think I slept till like 8. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like go and I'm just going to start getting ready because I'm just sitting around here. Let me just get ready, get out the door, get to school. And I'll just get started on it there and like have an hour basically to get everything done. And I kind of just started taking my time this morning, and I just wasn't stressed. I wasn't in a rush. Like, I did my makeup. I got I got dressed. I put on a cuter outfit than I normally do. Um, I kind of just breathed. Like, I took my time brushing my teeth. I don't even know. It was just kind of funny. And then I'm going to leave, and I was like, you know what? I have time. Like, I never get to do this. I've really been enjoying these. I'm going to go to Starbucks and get a pumpkin cream cold brew because we are all about doing things that make you happy. I used to be the person that would judge people for going to Starbucks and spending like $7 on a coffee. Like I was like, that's just stupid. But man, that pumpkin cream cold brew did something to me this morning because it was just so happy to leave my apartment and to go do something literally for me, not because I had to, it was something I wanted to do, that I set aside time to just be in my car, and I got to have worship music on, and I got to literally just breathe, go get my delicious coffee, I mean, hello, it's fall, you deserve anything pumpkin that you want, go and literally buy something that just like, was like a, I get to enjoy this this morning. And you know what I ended up doing? I ended up getting to campus. I didn't even get out of my car. I got an amazing parking spot, and that just made me happy. And I legitimately sat in my car, drank this pumpkin cream cold brew, and edited TikToks. And I had the most amazing morning. And by the time I got to my meeting, I was so happy. I was so awake. I had just taken time for me where no one was texting me, no one was calling me, no one needed me to answer a question, and I was just like, there. Y'all, this, when I tell you, like, my headspace for the rest of the day today was so much clearer and better. I don't know if it was the coffee, I don't know if it was the waking, I don't know. But it was just the idea of having like a relaxed morning routine and doing something for me selfishly. It wasn't like get to this meeting for these other people or make it to class because you can't skip because your professor will do X, Y, Z or go in the UC and talk to these people because you need to. Like literally just doing something that I wanted to do. It was a game changer this morning, and I genuinely, it genuinely affected my mood. And so that was a really interesting note that I just kind of wanted to throw in here. I don't know if it's an exact science. It has quite literally happened one time, but 
there's something to it. There really, there really is something to it. Okay, next one is cleaning my room. I know, I know, I always talk about this, y'all. But my room is like 70% clean right now. I can't really get fully clean because I have a lot of stuff. Like I'm packing right now, I'm moving things around. And so it really can't be 100% clean. But just I'm constantly thinking about the status of my room because I think it's just something that you can control. And for me, when I take like 10 minutes before I go to bed to pick up and put clothes away or when I take time to vacuum or wipe things down and literally just turn on my diffuser, like it doesn't even have to be a lot of time. It's just time for your brain to just be fully focused on a task and for you to be like, I'm going to take these 15 minutes, not stress about what's going on on my phone, not stress about what work I need to do, and I'm just going to do this task. There's just something like really calming about cleaning to me, and maybe this is just like a type, like A's dream scenario is this is just like what calms you down is cleaning, but genuinely cleaning makes me so happy so so happy and I think in times when I'm in a funk a lot of times my room reflects that and it's kind of chaotic and it's kind of messy and I'm just shoving things off my bed and putting it on the floor and not paying attention to my space and like if you don't have like good lighting in your room or your room doesn't smell good or like things that like sensory wise are positive in your brain of course you're going to get into a complete lull like I have to make my bed every single day or my day is chaos and that is just a proven fact like I just don't there's not a day I don't leave this room without making my bed I don't even I'll be late before I don't make my bed it's just I, it just tucks it just tucks something away in my mind and so that definitely gets me out of a funk if I can just come in here and just like deep clean <sighs> There's literally nothing better. If you're not a cleaner, which I used to not be, just try it. Just try it. And I genuinely think that you're going to love the control of it. And you're going to love that it's like something about your day that is consistent. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Next one is also goes along with it. Just organizing everything. <laughs> we have, so I live in an apartment with four other girls. And so there's five of us living in a three bedroom apartment. It's a really tight situation. And so we had to divide up the pantry so that everyone had like their own space. And so I have my half of a shelf in the pantry and that thing is organized to the nines. Like think of those ASMR, TikTok, organizing, restocking. Like that is what my section of the pantry looks like. And I take stuff out almost every single day and reorganize it and make sure it looks perfect. Every time I take something out of there, I rearrange it. I just love it. Organizing things makes me so happy. I love to have things. Like, literally, my t-shirt drawer right now is a disaster, and I'm always thinking about it. Like, literally, it is quite literally always on my mind. And it's kind of pathetic, and it's kind of stupid, but I just want to organize it, and I haven't had time. But if I just took the 20 minutes to organize my t-shirt drawer, that wouldn't be occupying space in my brain. Therefore, I'd be less stressed out. So it would definitely be worth the 20 minutes. Just go ahead, take all the t-shirts out, fold them all, color coordinate them all because I color coordinate everything. And I would just honestly, I'd probably be like, thank God. You know, it's just stuff that like since I'm your to-do list for a really long time that stresses you out. Like it's at the bottom five or six things that really can just make your blood boil. Sometimes I just need to delete them and rewrite them so they come to the top. I do it on my Google Calendar. You guys know me and Google Calendar. And so that's typically what I do, but that's just another side note. Okay, another one. 
Oh my gosh, I have been learning this so much. Create boundaries with your phone and social media and scrolling, etc. My mom had come up to visit. Obviously, you know, she was on last week's episode. Love my mom. You guys love the episode. And she was talking to me while I was here because obviously it's no secret to her that I've just been really struggling with being in a funk. And she was like, well, I think, Taylor, you should maybe like be really good about like not being on social media a bunch because it like it's like proven it makes people anxious and I was like well no 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 mom that doesn't apply to me (laughs) that's not me because I don't like I don't get stressed out by comparing myself to other people like I don't look at it and like look at like someone's life and then feel bad about my own like the way that people talk about how social media stresses them out that's not me like uh, that doesn't apply to me and she's like oh okay like yeah that makes sense and then this week, I just kind of started realizing it's not it's it's not the content on social media that makes me anxious or contributes to me being anxious or feeling in a funk. It's just my constant, constant need to be on it. Oh my gosh. Like, it's just my reflex. Like, we all know, and this is about to prove to you guys that I'm literally recording this on Tuesday night, that Instagram went down yesterday on Monday. The amount of times that I clicked on Instagram and just kept hitting refresh, 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 and I'm sure we all experienced this, it was so alarming to me. I was like, girly, Instagram is down. Like, let it go. But it's just a habit to just click on it and click on it and click on it any second that I'm on my phone. And so it's not about, like, the content on social media or just being on my phone. It's that I constantly have my phone with me, so I'm so available to people. And I'll get stressed out by people like asking me to do things or texting me or, but the thing is, is like, if I just put my phone away when I like need to be focused on something else, I wouldn't even know if someone was texting or calling me. It's just so frustrating to me thinking about like how available everyone expects you to be. And so another thing was getting out of a funk is like having chill time. But I saw this thing that one of my friends posted on social media where it's talking about how People will get frustrated if, like, they they can see their friends active on Instagram, but they're not answering their texts or their snap score is going up, but they're not responding to them. And people take that as, like, a personal insult. It's like, how dare they? You are not entitled to your friend's chill time. Like, they could have just had a really stressful day, and they just need to mindlessly scroll on TikTok for 20 minutes. Like, they do not owe it to you to respond to your texts as soon as they're on their phone. And I think this was just something that's, like, come up with just, like, the <laughs> I sound like such a mom with, like, a rise of technology. But I mean that, like, and I'll find myself doing it, like, waiting for my friends to, like, they have to answer my FaceTime and they need to respond to me or I need to know what they're doing when it's convenient for me. But then I find it so overwhelming when my friends text me sometimes and I just don't want to answer. Not that I don't love them, not that I don't care about them, but it's just one more thing for me to do. And it kind of just derails my day when I'm like trying to do something and my phone just keeps buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and I have to keep switching my focus. Like literally today I just chugged my phone across my bed and worked for an hour I got more done in that hour than I probably would have gotten done in three hours if my phone was sitting on my desk because I was like, oh, I just set an an alarm for an hour. At an hour, I'm going to take a break. I can check my phone. As opposed to constantly looking at it and the stupid, like a weather app notification does not deserve my attention. But every time your phone buzzes, oh my gosh, I'm getting stressed out just talking about it. 
And so I think something, what doesn't work for me, I don't do really well with like the time <laughs> limits on social media, but it's more so creating physical boundaries with me and my phone and not having my phone near me when I don't need to be on it or I need to be doing something else. Like It's okay to leave your phone in the other room. And that has honestly been so good for me just from a stress perspective. And so when you're in a funk and you're constantly on your phone, like your life is not supposed to be on your phone and your life is not supposed to be answering text messages or scrolling on Instagram or TikTok. Like it's just not like find better things to do during your day. Don't get me wrong. I love social media and I love content. Obviously, like I'm wanting you guys to listen to the podcast and I want you guys to see everything I post on the She's Going Places Instagram and She's Going Places TikTok and all of it. But like there's a certain cost. Like The amount of time I spend on social media a day is embarrassing and like that needs to change, you know? Okay, next one is skincare. Hello. I feel like a boss lady when I have time to do my skincare routine and it's not much of a routine but it's just like taking the time to like do something for my skin at night or in the morning I don't know what about it it just makes me happy and it gets me out of a funk because once again I think it's just part of like having a routine like something that you can count on something that's consistent something that gets you out of bed Like, I cannot go to sleep without taking off my makeup and washing my face. Like, literally can't do it. I don't even care, uh, like, how tired I am. Like, I won't do it. And there's something I think really comforting to, like, maybe when I'm having really foggy days where I genuinely, and it's just, it's crazy because, like, I feel good right now. But, like, days when I literally cannot get out of my bed, I still, I cannot not brush my teeth. And I must wash my face. And so there's certain things about, like, having a skincare routine or whatever, like, nighttime routine. Maybe you floss. I don't know. I don't floss. If my dentist is listening, so sorry. But things like that that you consistently do is just really good for you. And it's also just really good to be taking care of your body in whatever way. And I'll talk – I'll have more examples about that. Like, for example, like, drinking water. That was on my list. That – okay. Now I'm switching gears and going on a rant. Y'all, I know you hear it all the time, but you need to drink water. Like, I drink about 120 ounces of water a day. I, like, literally flush out every toxin in my body because water genuinely makes me feel good. It makes my skin better. It makes my, like, literal brain fog better. And it, it make, it, Drinking water makes everything better. I don't really know all of the things, but it just makes you feel better. And when I go an entire day without drinking water and all I've had is like a Celsius or a coffee, I feel awful. And so if that's you and you don't drink water, get a good water bottle that you like to drink water out of and just start drinking water. I genuinely think if you're in a funk or you're really anxious, which don't make me go on my soapbox about literally drinking caffeine makes you anxious. Hi, that's been my experience. And there's days when I need to drink caffeine. Or like, for example, I drank coffee this morning because like I enjoyed drinking the coffee. But I knew that I had caffeine, so I knew I had to drink. I had to eat really good that day in like substantial meals, and I needed to drink water because if I just let caffeine rot in my stomach, it's gonna make me more anxious. Hello, that's also been something I've learned. And so if you do that, don't do that. Um, but yeah, the 
taking care of your body and doing skincare and drinking water or eating healthier or whatever it is, it will get you out of a funk. Like tonight for dinner, I was like, okay, do I want microwavable Trader Joe's mac and cheese or am I going to make salmon and green beans? And you know what? I'll let you think. Yes. Guess what I ate? I'm going to tell you. I had the salmon and green beans and you know what? I felt much better after than I probably would have if I ate a tray of frozen mac and cheese. And so it's just doing things that are going to make your body feel good because when we're talking about a funk, like this is a mental game that you're playing with yourself. And so that's physical, right? It's physical and it's mental. And so if you're taking care of yourself physically, like you're working out, you're eating healthy, you're drinking water, those are only going to be positives as you're working your way out of this funk, as you're trying to figure yourself out. Like, why would you then start yourself at a deficit by eating really unhealthy foods that doesn't make you feel good or not drinking water so your brain's not functioning as well or it's functioning slower or dehydrating yourself to the point that you're going to pass out. Like, set yourself up for success here is what I'm saying. When I'm saying taking care of yourself. And going off of that, which feels a little contradictory, but hear me out. This was another experience I had this week. I just, I learned a lot this week, I feel like, is grocery shopping for what you want. I think I've been really caught up in, like, not, like, again, like, toxic, like, health culture, that I am only eating things that are healthy. And I know you're like, Taylor, you just said mac and cheese. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I promise. Um, I've only been grocery shopping for things that are healthy, and just, that's just vegetables, that's cauliflower anything, that's proteins, literally salmon's coming out of my veins because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to be healthy. And then I was just having not the best day on Sunday and I got to fill in one of my good friends about how I've been doing and she was going grocery shopping. She's like, just come with me. And we went to Trader Joe's and we were there together. And all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I want to buy chips and salsa. And I have not eaten chips and salsa in a long time. And I just want I just want to have it in the apartment. I want to be able to have it. I want to have snacks if I want to eat. And I, I put it in my cart and I'm like, oh my gosh. Wait, that was amazing. Like, I was so happy. And then, you know, I'm grabbing a salad kit. I'm, I'm not, like, going off the rails. But as I'm seeing things that I'm like, you know what? I'm actually, I would really enjoy that this week. And so, you know what? I got butternut squash mac and cheese from Trader Joe's, it's like a fall item, and it sounded really fun, and your food, the food that you're eating should be fun, and you should enjoy what, like, it's, it's not one way or the other, it's all about balance, it's about moderation, it's about, like, if you, I don't know, I just, I'm so rigid with myself, and I'm so hard on myself, if you guys can't tell, and so in the same way around, like, I'm not feeling 100%, it's like, if I'm eating healthy, I need to be doing it 100%, or if I'm doing well in school, I have to be doing it 100%. Or if I'm going to say I clean my room, like on this podcast, then my room has to be 100% clean. And I've just been learning that it's like 100% is not always an option. And it's not always the best option. Like you don't want to eat 100% really unhealthy, like non-nutritious foods. But you also don't want to only eat kale and vegetables and protein. And then you're just setting yourself up to fail. And so it's just... And it's not 100% water, it's water plus some things that you like drinking. And it's not 100% off your phone, it's just use your phone in moderation. Like, it's just learning balance and it's learning how to be gracious with yourself and just to tie all back in. It's just like learning that like your best is going to look different and it's not meant to be at 100% at all times. 
Sometimes your best is going to be 20. Sometimes your best is literally going to be 1%. And that is okay. And so I really hope that this literal word vomit of an episode was really helpful for you guys. I hope it really encouraged you guys. Um, It genuinely was just like a diary of what's going on right now and what's going on in my brain. I hope that you guys feel encouraged. I hope that this helped literally even just one of you um, to feel okay about being in a funk because going into funks and feeling off is completely normal, but we want to get out of it. We don't want to stay there. We don't want to like stay at ground zero. We want to do things that are good for us. And so I hope you guys have a great week. I really hope that I have a great week. Um, y'all are the best. I'm so thankful for you guys and let's go places together.